Mel Pulitzer here with this week's obiter from courthousenews.com. Who judges the judges? Well, sometimes other judges do, or even voters. It can happen. I'm not completely cynical. But what about arbitrators? Do you get the feeling standards for arbitrators may be just a tad looser? I bring this up after reading a California appellate ruling called Hayworth versus the Superior Court of Los Angeles County, in which we learn that a former Superior Court judge who got publicly censured had no trouble finding a new job as an arbitrator. And he might have had no trouble in his new career if only he'd managed to stay away from the kind of subject matter that got him into trouble in the first place. Naturally, he didn't. A former judge who was publicly censured by no less than the California Supreme Court for, among other things, disparaging female, quote, physical attributes, close quote, decided it was fine to take on an arbitration case over a woman's plastic surgery. This little fact apparently didn't come out until after the two majority arbitrators issued a ruling with a snide comment about the plaintiff, quote, One thing probably everyone can agree upon after five facial surgeries, the plaintiff could have done without a sixth one, close quote. The plaintiff wasn't smiling after that, although she may not have been able to, and the Superior Court thought the problem was pretty obvious, so it vacated the ruling. The Appeals Court thought the problem was pretty obvious, too. So if it's that obvious, why had it gone to an appeals court? Because, as I've pointed out so many times, some people, or their lawyers, just like to keep arguing no matter what. Here's a line from the ruling. Quote, The defendant argues that the purpose of judicial censure is to promote confidence in the judicial system, not to adjudicate facts sufficient to show, for example, gender bias. Close quote. Apparently, confidence in the arbitration system isn't important. You might want to check references before picking your next arbitrator. Speaking of faith in the legal system, I have to admit to knowing absolutely nothing about Kabbalah, but apparently it's a bit less spiritual than I thought. In fact, it's downright material. Here's a quote from Kabbalah Center International Inc.'s website. Quote, Kabbalah, the world's oldest body of spiritual wisdom contains the long-hidden keys to the secrets of the universe, as well as the keys to mysteries of the human heart and soul. Kabbalistic teachings explain the complexities of the material and the non-material universe. Close quote. And how do you deal with those material complexities? You hire lawyers, of course. You might think that any religious group would be happy to have some of its followers open up their own church to carry on the first church's traditions. You'd be wrong. The Kabbalah Center has filed a federal lawsuit in Los Angeles against two guys who were, quote, devoted religious service employees, close quote, of the center for 28 years. Then they went down the street and opened Universal Kabbalah Communities, Inc. Religion suddenly became misappropriation of trade secrets and unfair competition. I won't go into the whole thing, but when you see a Kabbalah group filing a lawsuit with section headings like, quote, TKC's Valuable Trade Secrets, Trademarks, and Trade Dress, close quote, and, quote, TKC's Popularity and Strength in the Marketplace, close quote, you develop a whole new perspective on spirituality. I've got to come up with my own church. See you next week.